to the 5 o'clock show. It's time for Common Sense. Now, it's Cats and Cosby with John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Standing for truth, justice, and the American way. Bringing common sense to the world. Now, here's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Breaking news, WABC. And welcome to Cats and Cosby. John Katsimatidis joining us remotely today. And big news, as we're hearing now some new numbers on the Americans that were killed by Hamas terrorists. 27 Americans. The number is rising. 14 Americans missing and many of them believed to be held hostage just a few minutes ago from the White House. They said there are no plans for U.S. ground forces in Israel in terms of combat forces. They would also not confirm a report that's out there that the U.S. government and Qatar have decided to freeze $6 billion. Remember that the Biden administration was giving lots of questions and the White House still not pointing the finger at Iran in any shape or form. And joining us here in studio with us is Judge Richard Weinberg, a common sense Democrat. And we have another common sense Democrat. We have former New York Governor David Patterson. Uh, John, uh, your reaction, obviously, to this new news, John Katsimatidis. Well, the $6 billion being frozen by the U.S. and Qatar was in in a few places. So maybe it is true. I mean, um has somebody denied it? You know what? By the way, I agree, John. I think they're afraid to say it. They haven't denied it, but they won't confirm it. They seem to be afraid to go after anything publicly with Iran, and it's sort of par for the course, it seems. Well, the last thing any government needs to be doing right now is being afraid. If it's the right thing, you do it, and no games. You just say, yeah, we did it, and we might do more. Bravo, Governor Patterson. One thousand percent agree. That's how a common sense governor works. <laughs> and uh, and uh, also we have. I understand we have an exciting show. We have uh, the commissioner uh, from anti-terrorism, or not commissioner, the chief, uh, that's going to tell us about uh, what kind of alerts we have in New York. Uh, Tomorrow, towards the end of the show, is it, Rita? Absolutely. At 540, everybody, we have the Assistant Chief John Hart with Intelligence talking about this day of jihad uh, that has been announced that is putting New York and all cities on edge. John, we also have Al D'Amato, Peter King, Michael Goodwin, uh, Congressman D.S. Bezito, and also joining us right now live on the show, we have retired Lieutenant General Jerry Borkin, one of the most renowned generals out there. Uh, General Boykin, we're so thrilled to have you here on the show. This is Rita, and I want to get your take on this new news. First off, what do we do about the fact that it looks like we have uh, potentially there could be 14 or more American hostages right now held by Hamas? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Rita. And uh, what we do is we deploy the Delta Force SEAL Team 6, and all the other enablers that go with them and get in a position to be able to launch immediately if we get some intel that tells us where the American hostages are. And I don't really care what, you know, other people think in terms of of this. We have to have our people on the ground in there, and we need to be part of it if there's going to be a rescue. This is going to be a very, very difficult uh, operation uh, simply because 
You have to have the intel, and that's going to be the hard part. You know, uh, General, uh, have you heard this? We had an Israeli general on the show here on Cats and Cosby yesterday, General Boykin, and he said that they have found weaponry that Hamas is using against the Israelis that came from us in Afghanistan, that clearly the Biden administration left behind when they left, you know, $83 billion worth of equipment. It's showing up now. Hamas is using it against Israeli citizens. Your reaction? What a surprise. I'm sure you're not uh, you're not surprised by that. Uh, that was, you know, we talked about that uh, when they left and, and pulled out and left them eighty three million dollars worth of material. I mean, good material, good stuff, stuff that any National Guard unit or active duty unit in our military would love to have. And now what we're seeing is we're seeing exactly what uh, we all consider to be the worst case. And that was that the Taliban would sell this to the highest bidder. And I think that's exactly what we've got right now. John Katsimatidis? Well, it's uh, it's quite disturbing that uh, this equipment that we left in Afghanistan is it's going to be circulating in many, many places, I'm sure. And uh, it's, it's, it's disturbing. That's all you could say. And, and uh, the, the question that we had before... Uh, uh, about the $6 billion uh, we gave uh, Iran. Uh, I hope Qatar and our government is holding on to it and not releasing it because for sure, in my opinion, it will be a, you know, Iran will use it for uh, worse purposes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, General Boykin, uh, we have also uh, Governor Patterson, Governor David Patterson, the former New York governor, has a question for you. General, is sure. is it possible that the administration might be saying they're not going to send ground troops in, but they actually do anyway? Because in that way, you would still have people in the area if you ever got a credible threat. Yeah, and I think that's what we have right now. I, and I don't mean a credible threat. Of course we have a credible threat. But what no, I, I mean in terms of location. On, yeah, what I think is going on is they've been forward deployed to uh, some staging base uh, that will allow them to get there within an hour or so. And uh, and as the situation develops, they may start moving those troops in closer. I promise you they have people. Oops, we're losing you there, General Boykin. They may not be in the country itself, but they're close enough. They could be across on one of the islands there that uh, we've staged at before when I was in the Delta Force. We staged there. And it may, it's a good place for because it's uh, close enough to get there quickly. And General, by the way, General, and, and, one more question. I just in. wanted to ask you, how do you get hostages away from their captors? I mean, we had that problem in Iran. It's happened in a number of places. It's it's a really difficult undertaking. That's exactly right. And what makes it difficult is getting the intelligence that you need. How do you get them away from the hostages? Uh, you shoot them. You shoot them. And make sure that uh, Fine with they're me. never a factor again. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, we are talking to Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, a legendary general of the Delta Force. Uh, go ahead, Judge Richard Weinberg. Thank you, uh, General, for your service. What about the uh, deployment of these naval resources if Hezbollah attacks uh, Israel? How does that work, General? What are they used for? Well, it depends on what uh, what the task is. And... Uh, First of all, they can do an amphibious landing with the SEALs. And when I say amphibious, I don't mean a D-Day kind of thing. 
I mean, something that's at night, it's low key, you don't see it, and they come in and and come ashore, and uh, and then they go to wherever the target is. So uh, the, the Navy is uh, absolutely an imperative for uh, going after an operation like this and trying to trying to bring the hostages home. And and I will tell you that it's, it's I'm glad I'm not doing it uh, because it is a very tough thing to do. General, let me ask you, too, um, what about the concern now um, in terms of a second front for Israel? Uh, because there are a lot of reports that Hezbollah in the north is firing some rockets. We know that Israeli troops yeah. are moving up. That that boy, does that complicate things? Can Israel handle a fight from both sides? And at that point, does the U.S. have to step in? Well, first of all, I think there's always a chance that the U.S. will have to step in. And and people will argue with me about that. But, uh, you know, if the worst comes to, to even worse, uh, we cannot let them uh, be fired on from many sides and not come in and provide them with uh, at, at a minimum, the most modern material we can give them, and possibly uh, aircraft as well as uh, uh, artillery. And the biggest thing is probably going to be air defense artillery. Uh, but we we have to stand with them on this. Listen, the, the, the Israelis are fed up. I mean, I think everybody knows that, whether they admit it or not. The Israelis are fed up. And I have watched them. I, I lived over there for a while and, and, and worked with the uh, IDF as well as uh, some of their intel services as well. So, But I, I watched them one time. They, they found a uh, – in the Gaza Strip, by the way, they found a cache of just tons of uh, explosives and weapons, and it was in a big house there. They called the house. I, I watched this. They called the house. And they said, we're about to blow you away. We know you got demolitions in there, so you need to get out now. And then they brought a helicopter in and watched the people in that house as they ran to the roof. So everybody could see them, uh, thinking that uh, that would convince them not to shoot. Well, they came in. The, the Israelis brought a little helicopter in, and they fired on the corners of the house. They didn't hit anybody. They fired on the corners, just to let them know they were serious. And the next thing you saw was you saw people scrambling uh, at, at all, with all speed to get off of the top of that roof. That's what they have to go through to keep from being criticized. And even then, they get criticized and condemned. And there's going to be a ground game. It's going to be a ground game, and that ground game is going to kill a lot of people. And there there are tons of of people in the Gaza Strip that want nothing to do with this. They just want Hamas to get out and stop provoking Israel to where they lose members of their family. And, and, and if they don't do it now, they'll never do it, and they're going to get hit again, and it won't be long. Absolutely. Uh, General Jerry Boykin, we first of all, we thank you so much for your service, and you have to come back on again soon. Uh, we so appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Good. Thank, good to be with you, and thanks for having me. You too. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much, my friend. 